welcome to another inspirational message from Pastor Noob. For more information and great content, jump over to our website at elamchurchchristchurchcity.org. We hope you enjoy this message. Hey, well, good morning, church. It is so great to be with you again. Uh, Wherever you might be this morning, I hope you are safe and well and blessings from me to you. I want to send out a greeting to all of our three campuses and our three locations. It is so great that you guys are joining with us this morning. If it is your first time, welcome as well. You are in for a, a real treat this morning. Hey, I want to. I want to. Before I get into the word, I just want to uh, give out a bit, a bit of a shout out to all of those who have been uh, uh, back at work this week, especially to all of our educators, all those who work in the education sector, primary school, preschool, uh, high school, and universities. You know, you guys are amazing. Thank you for what you're doing for our kids. We pray that God will strengthen you as you re-enter into the workforce, and also. Uh, Speaking of the workforce, I have to give a shout out to all those in the medical profession, all those who have been working uh, tirelessly over the last three and a half weeks, four weeks. You guys are amazing. You've been sacrificing so much for the rest of us. And so we honor you this morning. We want to say thank you and we pray you'll be blessed uh, in the message today. And and finally, I just want to honor those dads again. Uh, who were uh, honoured last Sunday, or it's just so great that you were um, able to join in with us. And uh, this morning, I pray you'll be blessed in uh, the message that we have. You know, speaking of fathers, I'm always reminded of uh, a memory. Some of the fondest memories I ever, I've ever had are, are with my dad around the dining table. And uh, it's been, it was in the dining table or around the dining table that we would laugh lots. We would hear stories from my dad. He would tell about his uh, experiences in Samoa growing up as a kid. Uh, we would also, as siblings, we would also try and make each other laugh. I don't know if you've ever done this. You know, when a, when a brother's just about to take a sip of something, you know, you crack a joke and they spit it out. Well, we used to try and do that all the time to each other. It was so much fun, you know. My, a lot of my fondest memories of, of my childhood were centered around the table, you know, around the dining table, not just because of the good food, but also because this was a place of fellowship. It was a place of fun. And so this morning, as we dive into the word, I want to um, ex- explore this whole uh, verse in verse five of Psalm 23. And the title of this message, if you're taking notes, is the table of blessing. So in Psalm 23, it says this, Psalm 23, verse 5, it says, You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Come on, let's just pray for a for a moment. Father, we just honor you in this place. We thank you, Lord God, that you are here, that you are in the midst of us, that you're ministering to us right now. I pray your blessing over the word, that as we come into the word, that it'll be a word, a lamp, unto, uh, a light unto our feet, a lamp unto our path, Lord God, that it'll bring uh, clarity for us, Lord God, and it'll bring uh, truth and hope. So we honor you in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen and amen. You know, this verse seems at odds with the other four verses. You know, uh, God is our main character, the good shepherd, the great shepherd. And in uh, Psalm uh, 20, uh, 24, it says that he's the, it defines him as the uh, chief shepherd. And it seemingly changes from shepherd to host. You know, I want to say that the Lord is our host. 
Uh, but this shouldn't be a surprise to us. You know, God is a big God, and there are many facets to the nature and the character of God. And in this verse, we see two of his characters, two of his natures, that of the shepherd and that of the host. Uh, there's also something that I want to uh, uh, highlight as well, that there was also a change in the author. The author, whom we know as David, no longer refers himself to being the sheep, but he is now a guest. Um, maybe you, maybe this was to illustrate the uh, intimate relationship that he had with Father God. So what does a host do for the guest? What will we find at the table of the Lord? Well, number one, you will find strength. The Bible says he prepares a table in the presence of my enemies. Now, the picture here that we see is that we, or David, was seated uh, near God. He was seated in the presence of God, and his enemies were at a distance, at a, at a place where they could not harm him, where they not, could not cause him any uh, injury. And in the same way, we've got to remind ourselves that when we sit in the presence of God, that the enemies that we come up against are powerless. God is strengthening us in this moment. I love this picture. You know, it almost uh, makes me uh, want to uh, uh, go back in time to where I was four years old and, and just, you know, teasing those enemies of mine. Nah, 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 you know, or whatever, you know, but we are sitting at the table of the Lord. We are under his protection. We are under his watch. No threat can come towards us. Um, but Let's not kid ourselves. Our enemies are real. They do exist. They are, there are people out there wanting to cause us harm, wanting to, to, to uh, uh, cause us ill will. Uh, Psalm 121, it says this, I lift up my eyes uh, to the mountains, and where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. Uh, he who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he watches over Israel. We, um, uh, will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and your going both now and forevermore. Amen, someone. God watches over us. But the reality is this, that we do still face persecution in many, many ways. And even our brothers and sisters over around the world are facing real persecution right now. But I'm reminded that in places like Afghanistan right now, it's all over the news. It's all over the news feeds, uh, the, the turmoil that's going on, the chaos, the crisis that's in uh, Afghanistan. I want to tell you something, that in Afghanistan, it's the second largest and the second fastest growing church in the world. In Afghanistan right now, the, the you know, is the fastest growing, second fastest growing church in the world. What does that mean for us? That even though our enemies mean to cause us harm, we can be strengthened in the Lord when we sit at the table of the Lord. You know, I believe those people over there right now and all those around the world who are facing crisis and persecution, facing harm, they know what it is to sit at the table of the Lord. Let me, let me encourage you, friend, that you will find strength when you sit at the table of the Lord. Amen, somebody. 
The second thing that you will find is sanctification. Whoa, there's a big word. Sanctification. You will find sanctification when you sit at the table of the Lord. That word sanctification uh, um, simply means to be made holy. You are made right. When you sit at the table of the Lord, you will be made right. Now, I've got some, um, some assistants who are going to come here right now, and uh, they're going to join me at the table of the Lord. And as they do, I want to read to you this passage. It says, He anoints my head with oil. You know, when you sit at the table of the Lord and God is your host, He anoints your head with oil. Now, what is the significance of the oil and the anointing of oil? Well, in Middle East, you would know it's very hot, it's very humid, it's very dry, very barren. It's, it's actually uh, very dusty and dirty. There's, it's an agricultural society. And in the days of King David, it was a, it was a vast barren land. And so they would um, go through their day, many would go through their day, and they would be uh, in a respectful way, polluted by the uh, aromas of the day. And so when they would come into a closed, confined area, you could actually smell the, the aromas of the day. I'm being very polite here. And uh, so what the, what the host would do for the guest is he would go around and anoint their heads with oil. Now, he would normally uh, do this by pouring over a big jug, jug of oil or something, uh, but we've only got this little uh, bottle here. So we're going to um, just put some oil over our guests this morning. Amen. Look at this. Madison, so excited about this. She's being anointed with oil. Can you smell that, Maddie? Yes, you can. And, uh, and then also, Jesse, whoa, I can smell that. When you, when you anoint somebody's head with oil, you are, over, you are covering over. You're covering over that which has been uh, polluted, uh, uh, polluting their lives that day. You know, this is a great picture for us, that when you sit at the table of the Lord, the Lord, he sanctifies you. He, he makes you holy. He makes you right. He makes you right with him. Maybe the, the cares and the affairs of the world have uh, almost uh, polluted your thinking, polluted your way of, of, of living. Can I tell you that when you allow him, when you allow the host to anoint you, to anoint your head, you can be covered you can be covered again, and there's a sweet fragrance that can come from, from out of you as a result of that. The blood of Christ, I want to remind us all that the blood of Jesus that he shed on that cross covers our sins, and we are sanctified. We are made right so that we can sit at the table of the Lord. You know, this is what it says in 2 Corinthians 2 and verse 14. It says, but thanks be to God who always leads us as captives in Christ's triumphal procession and uses us to spread the aroma of the knowledge of him everywhere. For we are to God the pleasing aroma of Christ among those who are being saved and those who are perishing. To the, to the one, we are an aroma that brings death. To another, we are an aroma that brings life. And, and 
Who is equal to such a task? Unlike so many, we do not peddle the word of God for profit. And on the contrary, in Christ, we speak before God with sincerity as those sent from God. I love that phrase that we are, uh, for we are to God, the pleasing aroma of Christ. Come on, there is an anointing over your life. Remember, when you sit at the table of the Lord, there is an anointing over your life, an aroma uh, that is pleasing to God, that is an aroma of Christ. You are sanctified, you are saved, you are set free. Your sins have been forgiven. Whatever the world has tried to attach itself to you has been covered by the aroma of Christ. Can I get an amen this morning? The third thing that you will find at the table of the Lord is this. He will, you will find his supply. My cup runs over. My cup overflows. Now, ladies, uh, girls, just grab your cups here. Now, this is the picture that I want to present to you today. That at the table of the Lord, God doesn't just give you what you need. God doesn't just supply enough for that day. No, God gives you more than enough. Let me show you what more than enough kind of looks like. He, your cup runs over. Your cup overflows. Jesse, you take that drink. There we go. Your cup runs over and over and over. I love that picture. I love this image of Christ. Your what Christ gives you at the, at the table, at the Lord's table, is more than enough. Can I remind you that he is Jehovah Jireh, your provider, the supplier of all of your needs, that the Lord gives you more than enough. You know, in Genesis, when, when I, Abraham and Isaac were going up the mountain, Isaac asked his father, Abraham, he said, uh, Father, where is the lamb to be sacrificed? And what was Abraham's reply? He said, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering. And sure enough, he did. You know, God will always supply. God will always provide. At the table of the Lord, when you sit at the table of the Lord, he won't just give you enough. He will give you more than enough. Amen, somebody. That is so good. But the last thing I want to leave you with this is this. You know, outside of this verse, there is a, a something that we can easily miss, something that we can easily oversee. And that is this, that the Lord, at the table of the Lord, the Lord stands for you. Now, this whole time that I've been speaking to you, I've been standing at the table. I kind of, in a way, represent the Lord. The Lord stands for you. He stands over you. He stands before you. And he stands beside you. You know, I want, to, want you to get that picture in your mind, that God stands. He's not, he's not sleeping. He's not, he's not in slumber somewhere. No, he's standing for you. He will stand in the gap for you. He will stand uh, in, in uh, righteousness and in justice and in mercy for you. He will stand for you. He stands over you, before you, and beside you. Man, that's a great picture. The Lord is not only your shepherd. The Lord is your host at the Lord's table. Come on, let's just pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for your word this morning and the images we get 
from your word. I thank you, Lord, for the, the truths that are hidden, that are revealed to us all. Lord, I prophetically speak over each and every one of us that you would bring clarity in the midst of uh, the word, Lord God, and that you allow it to bring hope and a future to each and every one. That, Lord, we recognize that there is a place for us at the table. That in the, in the house of the Lord, there is a place for us at the table of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. This has been another great message from Elam Church, Christchurch City. For more content and updates, come see us on our Facebook page or jump over to our website. Thanks so much for listening.